Hey everyone, I'm Nerd Coach Fury. You can call me Sam. I'm a personal trainer, overthinker, but more importantly, a nerd. I initially got into fitness to look good in costume. I stayed in fitness because I love to help and inspire people. When it comes to inspiration, people find it in the weirdest places. And for me, it's things like comic books, movies, series, video games, and the like. The overthinker in me sees a character do something cool and is like, what kind of shape would you have to be in to even think about doing something like that? The coach in me says, ooh, that reminds me of this exercise and I, I want to do that, like, now. This podcast will talk about my favorite things from those series and the exercises and workouts they inspire. Thanks for tuning in. You're going to love this episode. So how do I know the Hulk? I was first introduced to the Hulk when I was about five, maybe six, when I saw reruns of the old 70s show. To be honest, I didn't think much of it. I think that was because of the fact that in the 70s, let's be real, the epitome of TV special effects were meh at best. I was like, why don't they just make this into a cartoon? Funnily enough, they eventually did. Beyond that, though, the Hulk is one of the biggest characters in the Marvel Universe, not just the cinematic, but the comic books as well. Arguably as big as, say, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, or even Thor. What I always found interesting about the Hulk was how, no matter who or how his storyline got remade, they always seem to compound on top of one another. It rarely changes as to why he is the Hulk. A lot of major characters have that same thing going for them. Batman's parents are always murdered in Crime Alley. Superman is always an alien raised on Earth. The Hulk is always a guy at work when something goes horribly wrong. The Hulk refers, of course, the Hulk I'm referring to, of course, is the big green monster of a hero that we know and love. Now there is Ray Hulk, Red Hulk, and Gray Hulk. And then there's also Joe Fixit, different kind of Hulk altogether. There's all of these versions seem to have variations of them later on. These variations are sometimes just different titles of the same color, like for example Merged Hulk, which is essentially the Green Hulk, but with all three Hulks inside of one, and the intelligence of Bruce Banner. While Marvel is based in, albeit theoretical, science, the Hulk will get retcons to his backstory that will in fact change why he became the Hulk and didn't just die from gamma poisoning in the first place. We'll get into more of that as we get into our next segment, Who is the Hulk? Who is the Hulk? He's the other side of the coin that is Bruce Banner. Now the Hulk is basically his anger given the wheel of his conscious mind. Now I feel the character was first created or when he was first created, he was actually a lot simpler. A decent human being with an angrier, stronger side that was lucky enough to get physical form. Marvel, being the realist they are, decide to use new and more science-based evidence to deepen their characters all the time, and the Hulk is no exception. There are a number of iterations of the Hulk where he gains enough control that he makes Bruce Banner dormant. Perfect example of this is in Thor Ragnarok, when it turns out the Hulk has been in control for the past two years, and Bruce Banner has brief recollections and ideas of what happened rather than full-on memories. In other cases, he becomes a different Hulk altogether, such as the Red Hulk or the Grey Hulk or Joe Fixit, for example, is a com form of the Grey Hulk but with the cunning of, say, someone like the Kingpin or, to be honest, just kind of street savvy. And when these characters come up, they are usually 
brought in because of something that has happened in previous issues or episodes. There was an animated run of the show on UPN, and Rick Jones was affected by the Gamma as well because of the fact that they were trying to cure the Hulk, and he was affected by it and became a new Hulk altogether, and this gives us the Grey Hulk, at least in the animated series. But I digress. Back to the retcons. So when people get angry, they don't normally lose recollections of why they were angry or are angry, but more importantly, they don't have blackouts while experiencing said emotion. So it's been written that he actually had a traumatic trial childhood and thus develops dissociative personality disorder. This explains why he loses his memories when he turns into the Hulk. That disorder is brought on by his father's treatment of him and his mother, and him witnessing his own mother's murder by his father, Brian Banner. This is covered in a 12-year run written by Peter David, starting in 1987, ending in 2009. They even explain away why the gamma poisoning isn't a thing. When Brian Banner was working as a physicist, believe it or not, trying to create a new and more sustainable energy, he became stressed and became an alcoholic. While drunk on the job, he caused an explosion and was briefly exposed to the radiation. This, he believes, causes him to be infected with that radiation. After a few months, his wife tells him that she's pregnant. Brian believes that this is impossible for, his, for her to be pregnant. And now, as for Brian Banner's poisoning, which would give Bruce Banner an immunity to the gamma rays, Marvel leaves that to speculation, whether or not that's why he's immune to him or not. But that's not the point. Brian at this point is so angry and frustrated that he goes a little crazy. He thinks the gamma radiation has caused the pregnancy. So some weird form of gamma immaculate conception is what's going on in his head. Not that his wife cheated on him, but that the power of gamma radiation got his wife pregnant. Now she's going to have some to birth to some weird sort of monster. And let me just note that she never did cheat on him. It's just that's how crazy he was. He didn't even have the idea that she actually cheated on him. No, his first thought was gamma radiation did this to me and my loving wife. And not that he's just a jerk and just didn't do some things correctly. Anywho, let's jump into the publication history, shall we? made his first appearance in an actual self-titled series, The Incredible Hulk number one, back in May of 1962. Now, the original run of the Hulk only ran for six issues, and in the original run, they didn't really know what to do with the character. For example, they didn't even know how to make him change. In some cases, it was emotion-based, and in other cases, it was straight up him just getting shot with gamma radiation beams. Eventually, he comes back into the comics with the Avengers as a member. Something to remember with the Hulk is that he is supposed to be the strongest there is, so he's usually the shark they have to jump if a villain is meant to be too strong for them to handle. Even then, they are usually be a being not of this world, realm, or universe for that matter. That's what makes him interesting. In the Avengers, they make him a bit of an erratic character. A great reference to this is in the first two Avengers movies. In both instances, they have to fight slash subdue the Hulk before they can deal with the main issue. Hell, they even needed to fight him in Thor Ragnarok for a little bit as well. Sidebar, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but it looks like 
the sixth major film is where we start to look at the different at the Hulk differently, just like the initial main series of the comic run. So, for example, we're looking at the Incredible Hulk, Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Thor: Ragnarok, Avengers: Infinity War, and then by the sixth film, we actually get a new Professor-style Hulk in Avengers Endgame. And that's actually what they call him, Professor Hulk. That's usually when he has the intelligence of Bruce Banner and the cunning of someone more confident in what they do. For example, say, close to Tony Stark, but not necessarily as arrogant. And also the straight-up intelligence of just Bruce... I'm sorry, and the strength of the Hulk. I might be one off in this instance, but if you were considering the initial MCU belief of the run, I think I am pretty close any road if you are looking to get into any of the comics i recommend the planet hulk series this follows the ultimate storyline and that is when marvel did its big reboot and a lot of the costumes are actually based off of this as well but the point the reason to look at that is because this follows the couple of times that the hulk has saved the world but they do deem him too dangerous to keep around so a select group of the most intelligent people in the Marvel Universe, calling themselves the Illuminati, believe it or not, that the best best bet is to launch him into space. This group includes Doctor Strange, Professor Xavier, Namor, aka the Submariner, who you'll meet hopefully in the next Black Panther movie, as well as Tony Stark, aka Iron Man, Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four, and Black Bolt of the Inhumans, who actually has his own series on i believe disney plus if you were interested in that now he lands on sakar after they launch him into space and once he gets there there's already a civilization there and he fights his way as a gladiator through the planet eventually leading to a rebellion now when i say through the planet i mean the planet of like people like as a society not like literally through the planet but anywho pretty cool read a lot of politics but it's still an amazing journey of character development because this series has bruce and the hulk realizing their uses for one another and the character development creates a version of the merged hulk that i had spoken of earlier so after that the next one i'd recommend which is a direct follow-up to that story is world war hulk now this is quite simply him coming back after his time there and seeking revenge against the illuminati for sending him away it is an amazing read if only because this Hulk that we're seeing here has worked with all of these people and knows all of their weaknesses and or how to exploit where their strength comes from for those who don't have weaknesses. So here's a quick spoiler alert. I'm going to give you a second to go ahead, fast forward a couple of seconds. I don't know how many. I'm not looking at it. Maybe I'll do it in post. But you got three seconds. I would say skip ahead maybe 30 seconds. Three, two, one and a half. One. Okay. So Doctor Strange tries to reason with him. For those of you who don't remember Doctor Strange, he's played by Benedict Cumberbatch in the 2016 Doctor Strange movie. But something about Doctor Strange that I find really interesting is Doctor Strange has the ability of magic. Now, the spells, like all magic and fantasy, it needs a focus. Harry Potter its wands. In Lord of the Rings, for example, Gandalf and Saruman, they use a staff. In this case, there are usually simple hand positions in which you need to complete in order to finish a spell. 
Doctor Strange puts the Hulk in an illusion and proceeds to try and talk to him and wear him down in an actual psychic battle. Now, while this is going down, the Hulk is actually fighting General Ross, who's hitting him with all sorts of weaponry, Apache helicopter missiles and tanks. He's just fighting him. He's just bombarding this guy left, right, and center. And, that, and on top of that, while the Hulk is taking that damage, he's also taking mental damage from Doctor Strange, because, you know, that's what friends do. Hulk fights and fights and realizes he can't win, but needs to get out of the illusion. So he eventually allows Strange to talk to him. They finally come to an agreement, and as Hulk's mental state is deteriorating because of the physical damage and Strange's own mental assault, at this point, he has reverted back to his Bruce Banner form. All of his gear falls off of him because he's been walking around in this awesome, just gladiatorial style armor and so that's kind of hanging off him and strange says to him come along bruce let's get you out of here before ross destroys your physical body and he starts to help bruce up and then bruce stumbles and he says don't worry bruce i've got you to which bruce replies says yeah and i've got you now that last you part is when he finishes his transformation back into the hulk and when he says, I've got you, Strange is now in the grasp of the Hulk. More importantly, his hands are in the grasp of the Hulk. Once in Hulk form and having Strange's hands firmly in his grasp, he proceeds to crush them, leaving Doctor Strange completely useless. So at that point, Strange, the illusion for Strange, because he is actually in it, his hands break outside of the illusion as well because the Hulk can take damage, so why can't Strange? So he breaks those hands, and they eventually resolve this later. Hulk captures him and proceeds to exact his revenge on the entire crew from there. Amazing read on how he gets to each and every member of the Illuminati, save for Namor, aka the Submariner, if only because they had a decent history together and they always were friends. Anywho, let's talk about them movies. At first, there was a standalone Hulk film starring Eric Bana. Now, I thought this was really fun because at the time, I wasn't a humongous Hulk fan, but I just thought it was really fun that Eric Bana, who at the time I was mispronouncing his name, Bana, Eric Bana was playing Bruce Banner, and I just thought that was really fun. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but he made a pretty decent one. Anyway, this movie came out in 2003 and also starred Jennifer Connelly as Betty Ross and Sam Elliott as General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Universal had the rights and were hoping to bank on the previous success of the Spider-Man movies as well as the X-Men movies before that. Well, uh, nope, that didn't happen. They then tried again with Edward Norton. Not a lot of people know this, but he was a bit of a Hulk fan, and he does actually have issues with producers. He usually has a lot of creative input that in some cases is actually quite useful, but when it comes to a character that has this much publication history, it probably would be best to just leave it to the writers that were there. Anywho, I thought his Hulk fandom really showed in the film, and it took a really interesting take on the character. Now, as a physicist and man of science, he realizes that, that maybe there isn't a cure for the Hulk, but it is more of a treatment. A lot of people thought this was a response to the Nolan vs. Batman movies that had come out because everything he was doing was very physical. He took, a, at one point you see him like running through Brazil from 
from the federal government but as he's doing so he's not just running he's like parkouring around buildings and off of them and all of this stuff and as a fitness professional i feel like if you are combating something that is emotion based and you find out that physical fitness can help a lot of times people stay a lot deeper in it as a fitness professional i feel this was an exploration of that holistic approach to treating the Hulk rather than trying to get rid of him altogether. Depression is something running rampant right now, and one of the best things you can do for yourself is genuine self-care. Whether it's watching friends over and over again, or family guy, whatever makes you feel comfortable, but he took up a lot of these practices, not just comfort reading, but also physical fitness, as well as meditation, all of these things. So in the years he's been on the run, it suggests he does pick up these fact, these actual practices, parkour, various martial arts, meditation, running, basically all of the physical and mental things one would try to overcome such a terrible affliction. I also want to bring up that there is a very, very dark scene that they deleted and then mentioned in the 2012 Avengers movie. Now, it's about to get a little dark in here. Feel free to turn on your nightlight. Fast forward a little bit if you don't like it. But Mark Ruffalo says at one point he got low and he put a gun in his mouth. And when he finished pulling the trigger, the other guy, the Hulk, spit it out. And they actually did make a scene about it. So what happens is he goes out to Antarctica and decides he's going, he decides he's going to kill himself. This was supposed to be the opening scene of the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. It was supposed to essentially show a snowy landscape with a man in a parka walking out into the wasteland, then kneeling to the ground and putting a gun in his mouth, pulling the trigger, and you hearing the gunshot go off, seeing the body go lifeless and hit the floor. Suddenly, you were going to see a blood splatter, blood spattered eye open and it be green. And from the view, from the point of view of this man, you were gonna see him stand up and his hand burst through the glove that he was wearing and reach down and crush the gun that he shot himself with. And then as it drops the gun, you were going to then hear like a spitting noise, like a quick like two and a blood covered bullet come out of his mouth and it toss it. And then as it's tossing it, it also turns, it also bursts through the other glove and turns green. And as the transformation finishes, that's what we were supposed to see. That Hulk was supposed to come out. Now, I thought that would have been amazing. But the thing was, at this point, Marvel wasn't sure if they were going to go for serious because Dark and Gritty was working. The DC Universe is doing that, and they're doing great. But the Marvel Universe decided they weren't going to take themselves as seriously, especially after the previous Iron Man films. Right now, I think something like that might resonate a lot with people but at the time it was just a little too dark for what was happening everything was great and open but anyway meanwhile iron man was done and about to be released but they were afraid that it might not sell well so they decided to put another smart guy on the table that was a little more physical act physically active and enter the hulk so what i think is cool about the hulk in general is there is a lot of speculation as to where his power comes from and more importantly his mass why is it the hulk actually just gets way bigger after just getting angry my running theory is that he eats all that he needs and it's not just because he needs it for fuel for a while 
and it, and that he's just living and breathing no it's because his body runs at a far more efficient rate than one would suspect actually he metabolizes all of that which he ate into muscle mass muscle and mass that he needs when he turns into the hulk this would work for a classic Lou Ferrigno Hulk who basically is about six foot two I want to say about 200 pounds maybe 225 pounds but the classic comic book and cinema not so much he's usually about seven feet or taller and roughly a thousand pounds so I always like the more physical physically strong heroes like Captain America and the Hulk but to be honest with the Hulk's actual design there's a good chance that the actual running theory is that there's a whole pocket dimension theory that his mass travels with him and that he's actually always the Hulk. It's just you don't see it. Now, let's go ahead and talk about that workout. So now that you guys have learned about the character, we're going to go ahead and jump into the workout, its design, and everything behind it. Right after these messages. Oh, hey. Welcome back. So when I put this workout together, I was thinking about how the Hulk has a healing factor that works so fast it eliminates the feeling of muscle fatigue. So I put this together with no rest. This is what is called an active or dynamic rest circuit. Now, it's a little hard to execute due to the fact that I added weights to it as well, but once you learn the movements, it becomes more manageable. You're looking at a 45 seconds of strength-focused and balanced movements and 20 seconds of cardio slash power. At the end of each set, you're looking at 45 seconds of rest at the very end. So, you're going to do the, all of the exercises, rest for 45 seconds, and then jump right back into it. So, for round one, your first strength-based exercise for the first 45 seconds is going to be a bicep curl to a racked squat with a shrug release. So when I put this exercise in there, I just remembered a lot of seeing where the Hulk crawls out of a pile of rubble or debris and shrugs off the damage. But to crawl out of that, you have to get put down, right? So hence the squat. So first, you want to curl the weights up to your shoulders. And once they're there, you're going to kick your hips, out, hips back behind you and then drop them down as low as you can. Once you are in your squat, you release the curl and then come out of it and shrug slash roll your shoulders back as you drive your hips forward and repeat from there. This is going to hit a little bit of everything, your shoulders, your biceps, your triceps, your hips, your core. It's a nice full body strength exercise. For, cardi for your cardio exercise right after that, the next 20 seconds, you've got your gorilla hops. This one is in there simply because of the way he moves. In the 2012's event, 2012 Avengers, when he's actually getting through the window to fight Loki. Also because he's got a very primal side to his rage. And all of the movements, all of his movements are fluid and brutal, like that of a gorilla. So come down into a deep squat on this one. Once down, shift your weight from your heels and hips to the balls of your feet and kind of in your knees a little bit. But don't put all of your weight there. Let your hands rest on the ground. Lay them flat. 
Now, if you find that placing your palms flat on the ground is a little too much on the wrist, make a real nice tight fist and place your knuckles on the ground instead. From here, you're gonna shift your weight onto those hands and lock and keeping those shoulders nice and strong, elbows nice and soft. You're gonna place those hands down, shift your weight to your hand, and then bring your feet forward closer to those hands. From there, you're gonna drive the, reach those hands out again, plant them on the ground, and then bring your feet with you using a contraction in your abs to make this happen. Now, if that's not for you, you can stick to a duck walk instead. Stay nice and low and repeat from there. Strength exercise number two, we've got a split squat tricep extension. Now, when I picture the Hulk, for some odd reason, this is the exact position I see him in, mid-step about to smash something down, clasped between his two massive fists, like he's got like a, a, a wrecking ball on a cable, and he's just coming down with it. So, with great strength comes great shoulder mobility. So, start with one foot in front of the other, a little bit further than your walking stride, with a weight in your hands, roll your shoulders back and keep the weight above your head. So basically start with an overhead press, biceps as close to your ears as you can. From here, bending at the elbows, you want to drop the weight behind your head. Once there, you wanna go ahead and drop your hips downwards and that knee as well. Get it as close to the ground as you can, driving your hips back as you do so. So just kinda sit back into your lunge a little bit from here, you're gonna return out of it, so drive your hips forward as you straighten out those legs. Once at the top, extend your arms into that tricep extension, come back down. Now, something to keep in mind when it comes to overhead tricep extensions, our elbows are always tempted to kick out to our left and right. With a tricep extension, you definitely wanna make sure that your elbows are pointed forward and stay in line with your shoulders. So keeping your shoulders rolled back, make sure your elbows are hovering right above them the entire time and not necessarily kicking out left and right. For exercise number four, we've got a cardio exercise. This is your next one. We have a sumo floor touch jack. So. With the Hulk's super strength, his mobility is like that of a flea. He jumps really far. So when he jumps high enough that he's able to actually cover insane distances in a short amount of time with great leaps, when he lands, it's usually that of a hurdler, like he just kind of lands on one leg, kind of keeps it moving. But when he gets closer to his destination or actually arrives at it, it's usually just he gets there and he lands and he's able to just plant his feet and stick said landing. So with a similar stance, you wanna keep your feet a little wider than hip width, and you wanna point your toes out and away from your body at about a 45 degree angle. From here, you're gonna hop your feet together, your hands in, and then when you come back out with those legs, I want you to reach between your heels and try to touch the ground. Now, if your heels are too low or the floor is too low, aim for right between the shins, pick a point between there, just imagine a line between your shins, Hover your hand in that spot, come back up, and then repeat again. If the knee, if the shins are too low, aim for the knees. If the knees are too low, just get as low and deep into that squat as you can with those feet out wide and those toes pointed out far, and bring it all back together. For exercise number five, strength exercise number three, we've got a low to high plank into a squat. This exercise reminds me of, to be honest, when he is usually protecting people. There are a number of times where the Hulk is hunched over someone, protecting them from a collapsing building of so or something of that nature. So I just imagine the Hulk is in that plank position, keeping everyone safe under him. 
and then all of a sudden a villain is coming at him from the front so instead of him just staying there and brunting the damage he actually plants his hands brings his feet up and goes from there so with that in mind start in a low plank so your forearms resting on the ground and your toe and on your toes behind you now you can do this from the knees as well but from here you're going to go ahead trying to keep your hips square as you shift your weight to the one arm plant your hand your uh your now weightless hand where the elbow was and then shifting your weight to that hand try to straighten that arm out and repeat on the opposite side once you're in that high plank i want you to go ahead and bring those feet as close to your hands as possible now if you've got the hip mobility your feet can land right outside your hands and then you're just going to lift your chest but keep your hips back and low and then drop back down to your high plank and back into your low if you find that your feet don't make it quite up that far don't worry about it get your feet as close as you can and if it means you land on the ball of your feet i want you to push off with those hands so you can sit back onto your heels for that squat keep your chest up and keep your chin up as well lead with your chin be proud about that movement be deliberate about that movement once you've shifted your gaze up and you finish that squat go ahead shift your gaze back your gaze back down and then come down into that low plank that high plank and then down into that low plank and for your final cardio exercise cardio power exercise we've got your squat thrust long jump now the hulk always reminds me of frankenstein's monster he never wants to fight he usually is forced in the battle so sometimes he will get somewhere and lay low for a bit until the trouble passes so this one this exercise you simply want to jump the length of your mat or however far you can land in a nice athletic position then crouch down plant your hands on the floor kick your feet back and once the ball of your feet make contact go ahead and bring those feet back in the thing about the squat thrust people forget it is a power exercise there is not a whole lot of core based power exercises this one is perfect kick the feet back let it touch the ground soon as those toes hit bring it right back in and then come back up to standing get that 180 turn and jump it back if you're outside keep it moving forward if you like and go from there and repeat and for round two We've got same amount of exercises, different ones, of course. Strength exercise number one, we've got an iso curl, an iso lunge curl to press. Now, I love when heroes are working together and they know one is strong is the strongest of the group. And so what they do is they have the one with the exorbitant amount of strength walk over and lift something. Like, hey, you wanna get this out of the way? And they get in front of it and instead of simply just kind of like yeah and they just kind of toss it just flick it away with one finger it actually takes some effort they'll size up the item they'll plant they'll uh steal themselves on the ground make sure their footing's proper and proceed to lift or shift that weight so when i did this exercise i imagined there was a car or a train or a boulder in in the avengers's way and captain america or iron man or thor is like hey you want to move this for us and so with this one starting in a split stance just like your tricep extension you're going to go ahead and drop your hips and rear knee toward the ground and then hold the lunge from here you're going to go ahead and curl the weights up to your shoulders and then press them over your head holding the lunge bring the weights back down to your shoulders uncurl them and repeat keeping that iso lunge the entire time 
for exercise number two of round two, we've got your tuck jumps. Now this is a cardio power exercise, and despite the Hulk's size, he is incredibly agile. You, you see what I you see what I did there? Sorry. Okay, <laughs> wordplay. So when it comes to opponents that prove to be stronger but but not faster, he can actually get out of the way and he you know, even if it means going up. So keeping your knees soft, you want to jump as high as you can and or feel comfortable and bring your knees towards your chest, landing softly as you can on the way down and on the balls of your feet. Repeat from there. Now between hops, you can go ahead and just kind of jog in place, tapping those toes, tapping those toes, or you can go ahead and just keep that leap going, leap after leap after leap after leap. Next up, we've got your strength and power exercise, a single arm Russian style dumbbell swing. Now the Hulk is at his best and most fearsome when he is focused. It's not just about anger. He's always fluid in his actions, even when ripping things out of the way. So if there is a trap door on the ground or a car he needs to rip up, he can easily get his hands under it or on top of it and do just that, rip it out of the way. He uses everything to move it and not just in the sense of like emotional but also every muscle as well everything is at work so this exercise does just that you will use everything you have keeping your chest up and leading you leading with your chin you're going to grab the weight with just one hand and squat down into about a quarter squat maybe a little bit lower and let the weight kind of hover between your legs now, your arm is kind of like a rope on this one. You don't want to use your shoulder. You don't want to use your arm to raise that weight. You want to use your hip momentum. So from that quarter squat, you want to drive your hips forward as hard as you can using that momentum of you rolling the shoulders back and getting that weight up there. You're going to have that weight either float right in front of the hips, come back into that quarter squat. Eventually, you want to get that weight overhead. So the difference between a classic kettlebell swing or an American style kettlebell swing is it ends at about shoulder height and then you come back down. With this one, you want to swing it well past your shoulder so that weight hovers over your head and bring it back down. Now, this is a great exercise to actually hit your everything as well as making sure that you are getting that shoulder mobility in there as well. Next up for your cardio and power exercise, we've got your Predator Jacks. Something cool I like about the big strong characters, especially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and also the uh, DC Universe, if the character is big, what they tend to do is protect the other characters, especially with invulnerability. They'll stand in front of them, they'll get their arms out wide, and they'll kind of do like a group hug with everybody, so the bullets will kind of ping off of them left, right, and center. So with your predator jacks, you want to go ahead and start with your feet together and your hands together as well, and you will kick those you will swing those arms out and kick out those feet like you're trying to keep yourself nice and wide to protect your friends. Go ahead, hop, bring those feet back in, and repeat from there. If you're not digging the hop, that's okay. Feel free to go ahead, take your time, and instead, step into it. Return, step into it, return. Next up for exercise number three, we have your bent over dumbbell flies. So with this one, there was a game that came out for the original Xbox called The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. The game was an open world beat-em-up and everything was destructible, of course. One of the things you could do was actually rip a car in half and use them essentially as boxing gloves to gain the upper hand on tougher enemies. 
So when he would do this, he would kind of do a fly motion. He would grab the car on one end, he'd dig his hands into the roof of it and kind of squeeze the ends together. But before it would actually be, they'd become gauntlets, he'd have to rip it in two. So when he would do that, it was kind of a hip hinge. He would lean into it, rip them out to the sides and then bash them together twice. You see a reference to this in the Incredible Hulk movie starring uh, Edward Norton. So if you guys wanna check that out, it's right in the uh, Harlem abomination battle towards the end, check that out. Anywho, so what you wanna do is go ahead, grab those weights, one in each hand, roll your shoulders back, and from here, hinge at your waist and try to keep your eyes out and in front of you. Don't just look down at your toes. Look out about, I'm gonna say maybe maybe three or three to five feet out in front of you from here you're going to raise those arms out to the side in line with your shoulders and come back down now the more you bend your elbows the easier this becomes if only because this is no longer just your chest and your shoulders lifting not only the weights of not only the weight of the weights in your hand but also the arms themselves if you find that's too much for you remember just keep bending your elbows until it feels okay and to be honest, that ripping action, that chest opening action is really what reminds me of the Hulk. But to be honest, he does do kind of a pull action as well, bringing a lot of things to him. So if you need to, feel free to go for a row instead. And for your final exercise, we have your jump lunges. This is a cardio power exercise. So just like before, you wanna go into that split stance and then keeping your chest up and your chin as well you wanna drop your rear knee towards the ground as well as those hips. Once you are in that low lunge, you wanna go ahead, come out of that lunge, and if you've got it, hop and switch feet. Now, when you do this, you wanna go ahead and try to keep your legs straight as you switch them. Otherwise, it's not gonna be as, you're not gonna have as much focus, you're not gonna get as much glute focus as one would like, so you're gonna notice that your that your quads are really catching fire, maybe even a little bit of knee pain. So be careful with this one. Make sure you sit back on your hips and that rear, that front leg's heel. Now I put this one in because honestly, when the Hulk finishes his jumping, he usually lands, like I said before, in a hurtling stance, kind of like he hits the ground and kind of stumbles over himself a little bit, continues the run, jumps again. This right here is a direct reference to his long distance landings before his destination. Uh, go ahead, give that a try. And uh, yeah, that is my podcast episode about the incredible circuit. All right, and that wraps up this episode. So keep your ear to the ground for a new superhero or supplemental episode as they come out every other Friday. If you want to see the fitness behind the method, check me out on YouTube at Nerd Coach Fury. New workouts come out every week. If you like what you heard, don't be afraid to like and subscribe on here, anchor.fm, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, speed up if you can, slow down if you have to, but keep moving forward and never, ever stop.